0: Staten Island thing started boiling over last night. Hold the lights! Hold the
1: lights! A standoff the anti-vaccine mandate protesters against sanitation department trucks showing this large group against the city's vaccine mandate, blocking garbage trucks from entering the hub. And if that wasn't working, lone protesters making sure they got the job done.
0: You know what they did? They got me to be here instead of work, organizing every one of you! The timeline has ended and we're here to tell you that matt's public house is officially open and we will not close in new york's 11th congressional district nicole maletakis has a primary challenger and he's joining us john matlin thanks for joining us this is the patriot panel okay so welcome to the patriot panel it's, uh, been, it's been a hot minute. I've been very busy in my life, but today we have a very special guest. We have Danielle Lacco, who's running for a for councilwoman in Oceanport, New Jersey. And yes. we're going to get some fun tales, I'm sure, because it's never easy to run. And if I'm not mistaken, you are an outsider. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. Um, I didn't think I was an outsider. I thought I was just, you know, a resident of this community, Oceanport Um and upon my getting involved and in putting my application and petition in, petition in, I I, I found out I was an outsider uh, in many ways. So yes, I am running against the incumbents um, on the, for the Republican primary, who are now you know endorsed by the Republican Committee of Oceanport and the Monmouth County um, Republican uh, Committee. So.
0: There's a story behind that. I'm sure there is. When I ran, there was a story behind it. And it's not easy for those uh, considered outsiders to walk into the political realm. And it's something that the establishment is going to learn the hard way. It's going to continue to increase because they're putting regular people like yourself at a disadvantage in just living life and seeing the results you want. So when you back somebody against the wall, eventually someone's going to come out swinging and you've answered that call it seems so tell us some of the fun stories that it was like going up against the establishment and being the outsider
1: well that's so funny you said that back someone up against the wall and then they come out swinging and basically that's kind of where i'm at right now and this is what's motivating me more and i'm sure it motivated many people just to continue the fight um i moved to this town about five years ago so i haven't been in this town for a long time i lived in manhattan for many many years and, um, you know, obviously, I became a full time resident due to COVID. Um, you know, I was in New York City working, but I I, I had turned over a new leaf. We've got this house um, and we were planning only on having it for the summer. And um, anyway, it ended up me being here full time. Um, so with that said, you know, on my business, I, all my business had stopped in um, Manhattan. I. I was working on my real estate license out here in New Jersey. But during that time, you know, I hadn't lived in the suburbs in a really quaint, beautiful town like this in over 26 years. I come from um, Fairfield County, Connecticut, where I grew up in a coastal community just like this. So it just felt like home for me to be here. So during that time um, of COVID, I had a lot of reflection on what I wanted to do with my life. So Got my real estate license here. And then I was like, what else can I do to be part of my community? I was like, maybe I could use my background and experience to be on the planning, planning board, you know, the zoning and planning board. So, you know, i had put my application in for that, um, didn't get any feedback or call back for that. But during that time, um, I saw that there were two council seats up and I said, wow, this is so great. You know, I have the business experience, the education, you know, I feel like the worldly experience. Um, I love this community. I see how things maybe could be done differently. You know, Um, I have the time to, you know, dig deeper and see how we can make this community, you know, um, better place and livable for all of the residents. So that's what brought me to then call the borough clerk. And she had said, okay, oh, great. Um, You know, you could fill out your application. You know, uh, you have to get petitions from 19, you know, persons and you should contact the head of the Republican. Um, committee, Steve Brisley, the gentleman's name is, um, who also is the, I guess he's the head or the chair of the Department of Public Works. So he's on a committee to endorse candidates um, for office, but he also holds a public position. So I find that a conflict of interest
0: so many. Yep, yep. There's plenty of that to go around in this Fair in enough. this so, field.
1: Yeah, so I didn't think anything of it until. So, you know, got my application, got all my <clears throat> petitions. I called, uh, he actually emailed the gentleman. He emailed me back. And this is how the story goes and how it unfolds into to where we are today. I called him, I introduced myself. I live in town. Actually, I think we're neighbors. We've you've met each other. I've said hello to you. I bought, you know, Oceanport flags from you. You know, early on, I've only been here for five years, but this is my background and I want to run for council. And he immediately kind of put a stop to the interview um, or the conversation. And yes. And he said, well, the incumbents are running again. I said, OK. And he said, well, we're we're most we're most like we're going to endorse them. And uh, and, um, you know, you should you should try something like, um, you know, uh, the Department of, you know, put in your application or you should volunteer the Board of Education or, you know, a committee. I said, well, why should I do that? I don't want to do that. I want to run for council, I I feel like my qualities and experience are best suited for this volunteer position. He said, "Well, we're going to endorse the incumbents, and uh, if you run, Miss Lacco, um, you know, I just I just need to let you know that you will have a problem in the future getting any endorsements from us or from Monmouth County." I said, "Oh, oh, I will." So, well, don't you want to hear anything about me? You know, I just Miss Miss Lacco. I, I suggest you know you you move forward with you know signing up for a committee. So I was like, "Well, I'm going to put my application in. I'm sure I can get petition signatures."
0: And so, how, like, how many? Gonna... How many did you need uh, petition no, signatures? I
1: was supposed to get uh, nineteen.
0: Oh, so you? out ma- over six
1: thousand. Um, how many
0: did you get? You got more I got than like that.
1: forty. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and I could have kept going. I could have kept going. Danielle,
0: I am. This is the problem that they're going to face in smaller towns, is if you need 19 and you read the rules correctly and you you submit it correctly then more and more real people are going to run so when i ran for us congress i needed 1250 and i submitted 3500 plus good. good for you and they still what they'll do and i'm sure you're going to have a similar story so i'm not even going to take that thunder from you i'm going to let you roll with it it's just if you need 19 signatures these parties that never faced real people running cuz they weren't they weren't either bold enough or pissed off enough to go and do it when they find out they need 19 you could do that with local family members at that point if they're registered correctly to the right party so these people that have had this grasp of power around the people's throat That light went out. (laughs) So the people that had that, it's, it's, it's over. That time has come to an end and more and more real people are going to run, but let me let, let you keep rolling. Go for it. I want to know what you ran into.
1: Well, you're, you you know, you're spot on with so many things and like, this is my first go around. So exactly like that. And this is what, you know, what we're up against the incumbents are people who have been in town forever. Right. And so one, one guy has been on the council for 19 years. For 18 years. Um, I'm not sure how many of those times he's been contested or if he just rolled over into the other term. One of the councilmen, um, and so this is I have a few problems. So one of the other councilmen was um he was uh, um he was elected, you know, into he didn't run the first term, right? And then I don't the second term, I think he was not contested. So, you know, um, and then the other gentleman who is a council sitting council member, but who's now running for mayor. Um, who's running up up against my, um, my ticket. Um, so his name is Tom taberdick Um He's been in town forever. He's lived here forever. And you know, he's like a local realtor. Um, and so, um, you know, these guys have been in town forever. So when I came out after I got all my, and then I did my Facebook introduction of, you know, who I am and like what my, you know, ambitions were and how I saw my, my characteristics. Suited for this position, people came out at me and even the count, the mayoral candidate's brother said, well, I don't think any posted on Facebook, anyone who hasn't, has been born and bred or hasn't been in this town should be looking to run this town. And I was like, well, we're all, you know, members of this community, you know, taxpaying residents and, and, you know, we all love this community. And just because I've lived here for five years and you're, you're, you've been here your whole life, what makes, you know, your, you or your brother better suited for, you know, or anyone for that matter that are suited for this position. I mean, this position is actually, you know, um, a, a great, a great position. And, and I think some diversity from newer members, maybe with a, a business background would be great. So, yeah, so then it just kind of spiraled, you know, obviously, Facebook is could be a good place to have productive debate. And then it could be a really bad place for, you know, the hecklers, and the, the
0: trolls, the, yeah. trolls the, the trolls, uh, they nest yeah. in social media,
1: right? And so how they immediately came out, you know, already judging me without even asking me or, you know, so I tried to keep the, the discourse very civil and say, Well, if you want to hear more about me, come, you know, you're, you're saying these things, like I haven't been here, what's my involvement in the community, and you haven't lived here long enough. And I said, well, this is my background. And, you know, if you want to learn more about me and what my ideas are, come to my meet and greet. So we, we have put, we have had two successful meet and greets. We're getting, gaining more and more support from people who are like, yes, I see that, you know, change needs to happen. Yes. We need to have a little bit more business minded people, you know, um, running this town. And, um, you know, I, I just think that that it is the time for change, you know, people who want to get into this position, not because they've lived in this town forever and feel like they own this town and they should run this town it's not
0: a birthright that's what these politicians don't get you don't get there and just get to own it and you don't get there because you were born in a certain spot you have to earn it and you have to work for people and they all have forgotten that and people like yourself are a really really stern reminder about exactly how this process works and then you see their reaction. Uh, I'm taking it and now again, I like to go on the record and say I'm not a psychic, but I'm taking it. Nobody would debate you. Matter of fact, most people wouldn't act like you're even alive. And the reason why they're going to do that is because they have the power in their heads and it right. generally, do we know, uh, do you know offhand? I know I'm sure, you know, but offhand, do you know how many people tend to vote in Republican primaries in your area? Um,
1: you know, I'm not exactly sure of the number, but I think that it's anywhere from 500 to 800 given on many years. That's what I've heard. I'm, so I'm, we have over 60,
0: Keep keep going. I'm going to look it up right now.
1: So, we have over 60, you know, over 6,000 people in this community. Um, you know, I think the majority of this community is Republican. Um okay. the majority of Monmouth County is Republican. Um so um, you know, we, we've said, we've done before the other candidates even um, came out introducing themselves that they would be running again. We had already, you know, had our team together. I had a website up. I had social media up. I had posted on Facebook. We had, you know, done a video. We've done professional photographs, um, you know, so you can see here, you know, we, I mean, it's, um, you know, this is, this is my, you know, this is the last thing that came out. And as you can see, you know, here, you know, we're in Ocean Port, so we're right by the Monmouth Racetrack. You can see this is our third meet and greet. And if you look real close, you see that that takes you to all of the information that you can um, speak to us, communicate with us, read about us. And that's our platform. Our platform is truth, transparency, trust, trust, and togetherness you know, the truth about what's going on. Transparency is opening up the dialogue with the residents and providing the information to our residents so they can have a read on what this what is happening with regards to the spending. Trust, trust that we are in this for the right reasons and we're not politicians. I'm not a politician. I will never call myself a politician. Good. and, and You know, we the people and togetherness, you know, just bringing the community together. We're not, we're bringing the community together to rally around us as the, you know, the the government or the leaders, but uh, for us to all make these decisions, to, you know, take these tax dollars and spread them like a blanket across this community. And then here is, there is their picture. Okay. Yep. We can do with this.
0: Or you can do it now. So funny story, Danielle, is I'm looking up the results. So is it two years for for the city council there, Term? Yes. So I'm looking up the primary results for 2021. And it says that I'm getting a 403 error and I can't actually load the results. So I'm going to try something else because this is actually very important. And I'm very interested to know this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Ballotopedia and uh what what so it's uh ocean port this is because this is this is the stuff that elections are made of ocean port new jersey uh, moving
1: around but my chair keeps sliding. it's all good like uh, c- like
0: city council i mean yeah city council what what district are you do you guys have like specific districts and stuff
1: um i mean there's no no it's just a small city
0: okay uh primary 2021 let's see what comes up because this is how you find out some information uh about what what you're facing because they te- the 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 turnout on off years, which is city council and, and it's not well, like so we
1: I'm not okay. not to cut you off we're oceanport borough council, so it's the borough of oceanport that's our our website, the borough of Oceanport, New Jersey. And so that it should be, you know, it should, most of that information should be on there. And
0: I I do have, it. I just, I I don't. Yeah, no, I I got it. I'll look it up later. I'm just, I'm interested. This is the type of stuff that having gone through it, you know, you could kind of plot what you're looking at, how many people have to turn out uh, and stuff like that. So uh, uh, on the, on the area of money raising, did you raise enough money to reach enough people with mailers and everything like that?
1: Um, we have self-funded majority of it and we have had, yeah, we've raised money. Not enough. I mean, we're still, you know, we have our GoFundMe out there, which is if you, you know, if you, you, I think you have the link to our link tree, which has, you know, all of our campaign information and we are still seeking to raise a little bit more money because we have one more meet and greet. Um, We have one more set of mailers, but we're also doing our digital, Um, media marketing, which is, you know, you know, going to the database of registered voters and also unaffiliated and sending them, you know, text, text reminders, as well as, you know, making calls.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little guidance of what I did in the 13th hour that you guys, if you all together chip in. So there is, if you, if you buy the voter data, you can get phone numbers, obviously that come with it. Uh, there is a service where if you have that all in an Excel sheet, you, you could look at the different services out there to do a robocall. Uh, I think for me to put a call out to like 30 something thousand people, if I'm not mistaken off the top of my head, was maybe 3,000 or 4,000. But you could reach, so for, if you wanted to reach every Republican voter that you had a phone number for, it would be a lot about less. 17. I
1: think it's about 17. I yeah,
0: think- You'd be able to reach everybody very, very easily for, for very cheap. Uh, And you basically record an MP3, it's got to be a minute or less, do whatever you have to do for campaign finance for city council uh, and get the message out there because activating people that are pissed off and that are not happy with, with what you get every year, that's something that all of us face. I mean, personally, like right now, federally, we're looking at, we're watching the spending be out of control and it and it always is. And it's like, when is somebody going to stand up and actually hold feet to the fire? When is somebody going to actually forge that change that we need? And it doesn't just happen in the federal state and it happens everywhere.
1: Yeah, it starts at that. And that's kind of what, you know, a- another motivation for me getting involved is that it it does start at, a local level, you know, especially now. Okay, um, you know, we have inflation going through the roof. We have gas prices going through the roof. We have, you know, prices for goods going through the roof. And then you come down to the local level, and our and our property taxes are increasing, you know, exceptionally. New Jersey,
0: at, at, yeah, New Jersey property. In our
1: town, Oceanport. It, it's um, I think it's like close to like number four on the list of the highest increase in new jersey for our our property taxes so you know what we can do as council members is really you know fine to with a fine tooth comb look through the budget and see how we can reduce some of the municipal spending where or make smarter decisions with and 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 do you know encourage better and and take on better bids than just maybe giving our 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 good old boys the contracts you know and i think that's kind of what it what it boils down to you know it's um it starts at the local level, you know, especially in this in this time that we're in, and uh, you know, our country is in a in, is in a crazy place right now. And it really, really is, you know. I can really take, I have, take action.
0: Have, have you found with New Jersey. So, the, you know, when we talk about deals in politics, there are certain districts I know in New York uh, for either state senate or city council. That sometimes, like, the Democrat goes unopposed, uh, so basically all they have to do is turn in petitions, and and as long as one person votes for them, they win. Uh, They have the same thing for state Senate. Uh, We've seen this, and it's kind of like there's unspoken deals that the Republican Party, the local Republican parties won't run in districts that they know that they have a very high chance of not winning in and the democrats would do the same thing and it's just so funny how we always talk about is there a way to mend issues between people and you're talking about togetherness and we're talking about people that make these side deals it looks like there is a path of bipartisanship i've watched the new york city uh, board of elections pull stuff together with republicans and democrats and it's always to keep people like me and you out uh because if you want to see the Republicans and the Democrats work together, all you have to do is throw an outsider in that would be a wrench in that establishment system and they scurry together like army ants and they will kill you and just take the body and drag it to the nest. That's what how they work. So, have you found any Democrats that are endorsed by the Republican Party? So, we have that here in Brooklyn. A friend of mine, Heshi Tischler, is running for City Council and the Republican he's running against Is a Democrat who's already on the city council that the the Brooklyn GOP has endorsed and is allowing to run as a Republican, where do we come up with this? This is madness Uh, to me.
1: Well, you have all the, the perfect questions. And I honestly, I didn't have to look at my notes because you just you have you have, you know, you have the notebook of experience. And so, yes. So, yes, I do see that to keep the power. You know, people will come together in a bipartisan fashion and so specifically speaking of um the gentleman who is on council tom to and listen i don't i don't first and foremost let me just say i have nothing bad to say about these guys you know i think that you know we all live in this community we have families partners professional careers children you know um that you don't really you know you don't want to put a bad word out there about people however when it comes down to issues and 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 you know and, and and running for the right reasons, I think there are certain things to point out. And, you know, our current mayor is a Democrat, right? So, again, I don't care how people run, but these are these are my values. And this is, I feel strongly about, you know, being a Republican and, and being a true Republican. And, you know, when it came to the endorsement process, they endorsed this ticket and they endorsed this gentleman for mayor who um, has run always as an independent. He ran the last two um, terms as an independent who ran alongside on a ticket with a Democrat and a very, very left-leaning Democrat. And furthermore, has always had um, and agreed with our Democratic mayor on his exorbitant spending, um, but now is endorsed by our Democrat mayor who put words of glory out for him. So it's, um you know, which I find very interesting. And and with that, you know, yes, the Republican, you know, committee endorsed this got this mayoral candidate, um, but the guy who chairs the Republican committee is also head of the DT, uh, the DPW, and the chair of it actually is the councilman. Um, right here, he is the chair of the DPW. So it seems like everyone's in it and they're coming together and they say, well, we don't want to be partisan. But it's like, you know, you're bipartisan for what reason? Is it for togetherness or is it to keep the power? So, you know, and that's what it's they do. It's to keep the power,
0: Danielle. It is and, to keep and, and, the power.
1: And so that's what I, I am, you know, I, I it, it's motivating me more to kind of get my message out. It's motivating me more to stay in this race and meet more people. And, you know, I think I'm a great candidate and I think, you know, my running mates are as well. I'm running with Dana Pisani, who's lived in this town for 20 years. She's just we the people. She is a mother, a stay-at-home mother who has had a husband who's traveled extensively. They built their home here. She's a wholesome, kind, classy woman with good core values. She sees things in this. Ta- she's seen things in this town and she knows where, you know, she can make a difference Um And my other running mate who's running for mayor against um, this ticket, he is, you know, basically I would call him the Trump of our town um, because he is the, you know, he's stirring up the pot and how he has formed kind of this, um, you know, this, these feelings against him from the other council members and maybe some of the community members who support this council um, member who's running for mayor and also who support our Existing Democrat is that he's he has gone against what all the other the gentlemen who are running the incumbents have rubber stamped on the mayor's wish list, and he's always asked the hard questions. He is the anti-establishment, and um and I, and, and
0: yes, I, I think that right there is the key. The key is, and people are realizing this more and more, and we're watching something at a major level right now within the Republican Party with Trump and DeSantis. So out of the woodwork. You know, you have people like Pence going to run. They're saying, I don't know if it's official yet, but it was supposed to be official any day. Uh, Chris Christie is now running. And this just shows how politics works. So Trump never seemed to care that Nikki Haley was going to run because she's polling at one percent. And it's not an actual threat. DeSantis is an actual threat to some degree. I don't think he has a chance personally. uh, but when we watch how the how the parties work and how people sell out certain things, when you say that the person that's running for mayor that is very Trump-esque, if you will, that is something that resonates with people because we're at a point where we're watching so many people give us these wish lists that we want to hear that do nothing like it or they sell out and they become just like the rest of them. And it sucks for me personally to hear Ron DeSantis is, is running because the people that are lining up with him, like how the Jeb Bushes and the Mitt Romneys and the people that want to put somebody in that will adhere to the establishment is something I never expected from Ron DeSantis going into this. I
1: I, I, a lot of us have not And I, you know, they're leaning behind because Trump stirs up so much of the, you know, he asks all the hard questions. He faces the hard things. And listen, you know, people have their things about Trump. You know, I voted for him. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a Trumper, but I'm definitely not a DeSantis, you know, and I I think, you know, it's healthy competition for many people to get into it. But I he I say he's the Trump of this town because, you know, I I don't even know if he I mean, I know he's a Republican. I don't know know, who he's voted for or what have you, but he's asked the hard questions. And now because he's asked the hard questions and stirred up the pot and gotten a little bit intense they are now trying to pull up dirt on him and slander him and make him be this terrible guy to pass the the waves. And, and, you know, even when people ask me what, you know, well, you're running with this guy, you know, he's, he's, you know,
0: now now I have a question. So is he actually have any competition? And there's two people running in the primary for, for, for me. So, so he is on the ballot this for the primary, if they're giving him this much attention, Um, That that's showing in the cards that that people know that this man is running and they they are, for lack of better words, shooketh by it because the playbook, whether they're whether it's just to ignore you and hope that you don't get enough steam, if they're paying any attention to you, you can tell their internal polls are showing that 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 you're getting something to go out as much and actually discuss him and pull up dirt if it's coming from the party. Well, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a good sign. If you ask. I think
1: so too. I feel people feel, and it's unfortunate that people feel threatened, you know, and and some of the hecklers, you know, are feeling threatened uh, for whatever reasons. Um, They, you know, a lot of those people who are the hecklers who have come out, you know, in opposition before even knowing us or even knowing me, you know, maybe they've had some other, um, you know, they have their, they've done their research on the mayoral candidate, Keith Salnick who was just backed by, um, um, oh my God, I can't even think of it right now, Bill Spadia, right? Do you know Bill Spadia? He was, so he, you know, he's running, for, I think he's going to run against um, Governor Murphy for, for in New Jersey. Okay. Um, and um, I'm going to be getting some, you know, some, some words of well wishes from some prominent um, Republican uh, media. Uh, personalities and and journalists soon. So stay tuned for that. But, um, you know, for me, it's just it's not about an endorsement and a political endorsement. It's about good people who are fighting for, you know, we the people to come out and say some good words about me. And that's the kind of endorsements that I'm looking for.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Um, You guys are on the same mailers, correct? That that so the the party right now, if they're addressing anyone that appears on those mailers, you guys are all trending in a way they didn't expect you to. So uh, I'm just telling you the little tricks that I've learned. So, you know, as I went in toward my primary, so we were pushed back because of the different gerrymandering that took place, which helped me get months and months of actual reps in and going door to door where I couldn't have because they had me tied up legally before that uh, battling for my space on, on the ballot. Uh, when we got to that point, once Nicole Maliatakis started airing commercials on Fox news, I knew going into a primary that they're spending big dollars because they knew I was surging. And in those ads, they tried to steal my persona because it was, it was resonating with the people that were watching, uh, what I was doing on a grassroots level. So, when you see them react in certain ways, all of a sudden I turn on, I'm watching Tucker Carlson at the time and it goes to commercial and I see Nicole Maliotakis protesting, which happened like once for four seconds. I was like, everyone started texting me. They're like, she's stealing your whole entire activism platform. So like, you know, that's where the memes would come from. Me standing in front of the garbage truck, getting detained for protesting against vaccine mandates. And then we put Nicole's head on my body (laughs) because it's like, it's it's a it's a hostile takeover but what's a real hostile takeover here Danielle is is people that are are running against the system like you are and you have to because people always say how do we take back our power as we the people and they're like do we start our own party do we run independent they make it really hard for independent people to run and no one knows that you need more signatures you need there's no backing it's a very hard process so the way to do it is to go seize the, the the local GOP council and do just say, no, I'm a Republican. I am the face of the party and the people. And if the people want me, well, then you're stuck with me. And that's what you're doing. And I commend you a thousand times over.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And and, and you as well. You know, we have to kind of stick together for, you know, what, what we believe in. I, that's one thing I think, you know, I don't know how it could happen. Um but I would like to change how committees endorse people or party committees. That's something I would like to work hard towards, because I think that if anything, if they're going to be putting an endorsement out there, the people should know that they have fully vetted all of the candidates for that party uh, primary and that is not happening there's not an interview process that says hey you know what are you what is your involvement in all the communities you've been in what is your education background why do you think why is there no interview process so when you're going to come out and say these are the parties that are endorsed and stamp it what why you endorse them because this reason well why did you not endorse this person you, you're making... you, you you can't tell the people you properly vetted the other candidates
0: you make so it's such not a... a credible yeah, you, you make such a good point. And that is the problem with the local parties and, and their endorsement system. So I did get an executive board review. So I was in front of 30 people and and they grilled me for what felt like an hour. I don't know. And we, we had some fun. They tried to debate me. And I, at that day I had ice in my veins. Like I had an answer for everything. And I had a couple of leaks from within the party f- through people that knew the party that when I left. So the reason they brought me in was to offer me a state assembly position or a state Senate. As long as I dropped off the ballot, they would get the signatures and I would basically kiss the ring and fall into line. And I was like, absolutely not. And then they were like, well, you don't have a chance of winning. And I said, well, then, then I guess I won't win, but I'm running. And that's that they tried everything in the book. And I thought that they did this with everyone. But however, They did not interview Andrew Giuliani when he was running for governor. They automatically said Lee Zeldin gets our endorsement. So I said, why did they give me an interview as I'm running for for Congress against an incumbent? But the the big issue here was they gave me that interview to see basically how they were going to play me and or get me to adhere to their rule set and remove myself and that was never going to happen. But that's the only reason I got it. So I knew that there was people in there that liked that I was running. Did they vote to endorse me and, and lose? Or did they just toe the line? But this should be a public vote, a blind vote. So you don't know who is voting. Each person goes in. And if you want to go view it, you, they'll count it at the end. That way, nobody's adhering to the bully tactics. Because while I was out petitioning, People from that GOP executive board came out and said, I can't sign your, your uh, petition, but please keep going. So that's a, that's a perfect sign of there's people right now that probably want to endorse you, but they know that they will fall out of favor with the head of this. And it's this big machine. The bullying is insane. And it takes people like us that don't care that literally just be like you could bully me all you want. If I say I'm running, I'm running. So there this is the the issue with with the local GOP is people just give them the respect because they have the GOP brand, but that doesn't mean anything in the end. Doesn't
1: I mean they have the, uh, the the heart, the GOP heart or the heart in general. You know, and I I immediately got all those hecklers out of my life because I made the decision I was not going to engage with them because they were, I weren't I was not going to allow them to hijack my campaign and hijack my message by, you know, st- twisting my words or skewing the narrative where they wanted it to go to make me look like I was, you know, uh, I couldn't handle the position or I wasn't qualified for the position or maybe showing as as ma- many of the hecklers said, well, she's showing her true colors when. I didn't even say anything my true colors are red white and blue you know my true colors are that i'm an honest person i'm a kind person and i'm a hard-working person i really believe you know if anybody who knows me anybody can give me a personal character character reference knows that i am a person who always offers to help someone i am i you know i'm, I'm an animal advocate i like to clean up the ocean i can't walk past a bag on the beach and you know, if i find 10 more i'll be cleaning up you know plastic off the beach or you know Lending a hand to a neighbor—that's um, the kind of person I am. I'm not in this for, you know, um, political reasons. I don't need to, you know, pad my pockets. You know, my my partner, who we've built is, you know, h- together as a, as a team. His business is doing very well, and I am fortunate enough right now to be in this position, you know, where to take a little bit of my time, you know, working, you know, part to full time, where I I, I can dedicate to to my my community. So.
0: And when is election day? It's just a couple of days away, correct? It's
1: June 6th and, and, you know, doing these calls and doing these outreach and we have one more, um, meet and greet, which is going to be June 4th, 4 PM Sunday at the butcher's block, which is, you know, a really great, you know, um, community, um, the, the town next to us, long ranch, um, great restaurant, you know, young entrepreneur who actually lives in this town. And so he's been nice enough to, um, let us have it there. Cause you know, a lot of people don't like to get in the mix of politics, but, um, anyway uh, and also we'll be paying customers um but um June 6 is our primary um Oceanport borough council um there's two women running um against the incumbents and um our our, our running mate Keith salnick is running you know against the incumbent uh, cou- uh, councilman as well who's running for mayor Tom to
0: so well I wish you guys luck is there anything that you want to uh close out with or anything else anything i missed because i i mean my platform is your platform as Thank they say you. yeah just some, um, you know get out and vote for
1: selnik lacco and Pizane.
0: um
1: you know just to, if you've heard other things or if you just don't know enough you know i think it's important to do the due diligence you know um look at our website look at our social media um reach out to us. You know, we've, we've said, we wanted to debate the other, you know, candidates. We've, we've opened up the platform. If you can't make one of our meet and greets these last few days, you know, reach out to us and we will come to you. Um, and, uh, that's it. I love this community. And I think that, you know, I think it could use a few new fresh faces and, uh,
0: You know we the people you know excellent excellent well thank you for joining us on the patriot panel and i will be keeping an eye on your race and as they say go kick ass over the next five days or so and uh, hopefully
1: thank
0: you hopefully i have you back on with it with a w after your name thank you for allowing me to be
1: the patriot that i am and thank you and best of luck to you as
0: well i appreciate it and thank you everyone for joining us this was the patriot panel And uh, till next time, we'll see you then.